What's up everyone? Welcome to the podcast. Pog? I think I just said podcast. I don't know if any of you guys are old enough to remember Pogs, but that was a fun uh, game back in the day. Anyways, welcome to the podcast. My name is Sam Antini from The Puck Stops here, and today I'm going to be answering a question I got from Bobblehead Philly. He asked me basically, in a nutshell, how does my headspace differ from playing like in a higher level versus a lower level because he was noticing a difference between the caliber of players from my Sunday to my Wednesday leagues and he just was curious because he's in a similar situation and he's finding it hard to transition between those two games so I'm gonna jump into that I do also find that it's a little bit of a struggle to go from a high caliber game to a low caliber game and actually it might be funny to hear this I find it harder to play against worse players than I do when I'm playing against better players and it's actually because when you get to the point where you're playing with higher caliber players you start to learn how to read their body language how to read their stick how to read how they're gonna play the puck but when you go play against players who don't actually have as much skill they're a little bit more harder to to read because they're more sporadic you know their movements aren't as controlled so it's a little more difficult to read how they're gonna shoot the puck if they're gonna deke are they gonna pass because their movements might not be as like um, what's the word they might not be as smooth or they might not be as controlled I guess at the end of the day so for me watching a really good player about to wind up for a slap shot versus somebody who's not as good like I can watch their follow-through on the player who's good and have a better indication of where that puck's gonna go but for somebody who doesn't really know how to take a slap shot and they go to slap it they might actually not hit the puck properly it might come off their blade in a funny way it might not even go straight like a saucer it might end up like flapping around and becoming more like a knuckle puck which then will make it move so it's a little harder to actually stop those pucks especially too when they fluff on it because here you go as a goalie who's playing at a higher level you're gonna explode to where you need to be to make that save but then sometimes they fluff on it and you actually overshoot where you need to be and it's kinda hard in the moment to to analyze where that puck is gonna end up if you're playing with a worse like not as good player um, and if they fluff it you sometimes might end up opening holes that necessarily wouldn't have been there if it was a good player because they would have probably picked the corner that you were trying to get over to so how do I deal with that well I when I get in a situation where I'm playing with players who aren't as good um, or vice versa if I'm playing with players who are really good um, I do my best to kind of match like my speed to their speed so if they're a little slower then I'll try to move a little slower to kind of play at that same speed um, that's one thing that I do that I notice but I'll also always prepare for the craziest the craziness I should call it and if they fluff on the play or whether or not they're gonna get you know that perfect pass across the crease um, to the other player who's open in front of the net now one thing that players that don't have as much skill tend to do versus players who do have a lot of skill is they tend to watch the puck more often which makes it that much easier for me to poke check so a lot of you guys comment on how much I poke check and this might be because I notice that some players that I'm playing against aren't as talented 
and they might be watching the puck. They might not have looked up for a little while. And when I go to poke check them, it's a bigger surprise for them than a player who's expecting it with their head up, looking for somewhere to shoot or for the deke. Um, so at the end of the day, the best way to deal with this is to focus on the higher caliber players because ultimately that's the type of level you want to be playing at. And if you can, I would recommend trying to get out of playing with the, the lower level players because ultimately you don't want that lower, lower level of hockey making you play worse when you're playing at that higher caliber. In my mind, in a perfect world, I would always be playing on the best possible teams. Now, with that being said, it's always better to have ice time, even if it's not as good of hockey, than it would be to not have ice time. For me, it's always a great experience and a great opportunity to learn something, so I'll always get on the ice no matter what skill level those players are. But if you have the opportunity to choose between the two levels and the two different teams, say they play on the same night, then I would highly recommend play on the higher level, even if you're not at that level yet. Because to be honest, I've played some games on some teams where I definitely wasn't at that level. I was just good enough to play, but if I was gonna succeed in that league, I would definitely need to, to work on a lot of things in my game. But I know that I would be able to work on them by playing those games. I hope that makes sense. If any of you, if any of you guys watch my like Canadian hockey tournament three, three games that I posted, where one, it started off with like, I think it was like um, hockey tournaments are serious or something, and it started with a fight, and then the next two games, like each game I led in, I think more than five or six goals per game. We only ever scored like one goal. Um, if you go and look at those. That's a perfect example of playing in a level that I probably shouldn't be at and neither should the team that I was playing with should be in. However, I did realize and notice that after the first game, I was like, okay, now I have a better sense of like the skill level and the speed at which this game is being played. I feel I did way better in the second and third game than I did in the first game because now I knew what level this hockey was actually like and I, ha I could, was able to adjust. Now yes, my physical capability, like just my sheer energy, my strength, my quickness, like speed and agility needs to be worked on and that's something you improve on in the gym. Um, that would have been needed to take, like I would have needed to take care of that prior to like playing a whole season against teams like that. Um, but not once that I feel like, okay, I can't stop these guys. Yes, I got beat a lot, but definitely my mindset was there like, okay, I can stop this. I'm gonna do my best to make all the saves that I can. Um, and even though we got demolished, I still had a lot of fun. So hopefully this is answering the question. I feel like I'm a little rambling or going off a little bit or maybe not speaking in complete sentences. Um, but basically, in a nutshell to summarize it, the only thing you could do is do your best, and if you're finding it very hard to transition between the two, well, don't sweat it, still have fun, and use the times where you're playing with the lower level players to work on things that you really maybe can't work on when you're playing with the higher caliber players, such as positioning, depth, you know, your butterfly slides, your shuffles, your T-pushes, because a player who's not as good, if you challenge them, they're either gonna shoot or do a really bad deke. 
So maybe that's a good time to practice getting a little bit more outside your comfort zone and playing a little bit bigger, you know, and giving yourself a little bit more room to have to recover to the other side so that you could work on your butterfly slides, your T pushes, your shuffles and all that. Like force yourself to have to play a little bit harder so that you can get better when you play against the better teams. So hopefully that makes sense. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it guys. So please keep giving, like asking me questions on YouTube, on Instagram, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you guys follow and watch my videos or content. I, I truly do appreciate all the questions. I started making like a note in my phone every time somebody asks me a question that I perhaps can't answer in a comment because I just don't have enough characters. Um, I put it in my phone and then I'm like, okay, that's a podcast idea and I'll talk about that on the next podcast. So if you have any questions, feel free to ask them to me and make sure to put hashtag TPSH podcast so I know for sure it's something that you guys want me to answer on the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. I truly do appreciate all of you and that's it. I will uh, talk to you guys later. Take care.